Welcome to the Top Advisor Podcast, brought to you by Proud Mouse Pod Rocket Academy. I'm your host, Bill Cates, creator of the Cates Academy for Relationship Marketing. In each episode, I interview one of our industry's top performers, getting them to pass on their secrets to success to you, so that you can impact more lives and generate more income. Now, on to the show. Welcome, welcome. You know, before we get started with today's show, I want to let you know about a new tool that we're offering to help you tap into the strategies and the tactics that will help you create exponential growth. And it's so affordable, you may doubt its value, but that would be a mistake on your part. And I have a special code that will make your investment in this new tool a no-brainer. And I'll tell you more about this tool and how to save a few bucks later in today's program. Uh, also, we have a ton of resources on our website, guides, scripts, checklists, all there for you with my compliments. Uh, and while these resources are free, I think still think you're going to find them quite valuable. Uh, referralcoach.com forward slash resources, referralcoach.com forward slash resources. And now on with the show. I want you to imagine that you have so many unsolicited referrals coming your way that your new prospective clients are actually willing to be placed on a four-month waiting list to see you. A pipe dream? No, not necessarily. Our featured guest on today's show is experiencing that right now. Part of our conversation today will about will be about how he's been able to create a steady and robust flow of unsolicited referrals. Warren Brooks is in the middle of a journey that many in this industry attempt to make, some with more success than others. See, Warren started out in this business as a captive advisor, did very well. After about 21 years, he signed his own Declaration of Independence and co-founded his current firm, Innovative Wealth Building, based in California, Maryland. That's not California, California. It's California, Maryland. And until I met Warren, I didn't know there was such a thing. Uh, though independent for only two years, Warren and his team uh, brought in over 100 million assets under management in two years. All right. So that's some people don't do that in their career. And there are very few advisors, right, who would love to have that kind of growth, uh, wouldn't love to have that kind of growth. Let me tell you just a wee bit more about Warren and we'll get going with some uh, pointed questions. Uh, the answers to which I think you'll find very valuable. Warren lives in a county in Maryland, my home state, by the way, that is populated by a lot of federal employees. And so Warren has become kind of locally famous uh, among that group. Prior to becoming a financial planner, Warren honorably served 24 years in the United States Navy and retired as a, a senior chief petty officer. And for those of you who don't know, it's the chief petty officers that actually keep the Navy running. Uh, joining Warren in this interview today is Terry Parham. Terry is the Chief Financial Officer, CFO, Chief Compliance Officer, CCO, and one of the co-founders of Innovative Wealth Building. Terry's been in financial services since 2011. And while Terry still works with clients, much of his time is invested doing strategic planning and execution for the firm. Uh, he has a very interesting perspective, I believe, uh, and strategic thinking um, on this business, which will uh, come forth in a minute. So without further ado, and that was a lot of ado, uh, Warren Brooks, Terry Parm, welcome to Top Advisor Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Bill. So Warren, just real quick, is it really the chief petty officer that gets it all done? I mean, that's what I've been told. That's, that's one of the truths that you've heard. 
and one of the truths, <laughs> two truths and a lie. That's one of the truths. Uh, <laughs> all right. So guys, your, your firm has achieved such rapid growth uh, since becoming independent, uh, over a million of assets uh, under management last year, actually one year. Uh, you know, that's the kind of growth that most advisors uh, never achieve in one year. How did you do it? What What's behind that success? Well, I would say the referrals are actually a big part of it. And our referral base, of course, I had a base to start with from some of my clients coming over to us. Uh, but our referral base extends in this community. It's a it's not a big city. It's a big town. And so people talk and, and we have, you know, every type of, from active duty military to to government employees, to government contractors, to watermen, to, to farmers, and everybody seems to know everybody. So that's a start. And the other piece is we key on extended family. So I just don't want the mother and the father. I want the grandparents and all the kids too. And if we do right with the foundation, with the parents, then the kids will follow. Mm -hmm. You know, I just did a uh, an interview about so many advisors wanting to bring on younger clients just to keep their practice robust and growing and probably valued more eventually if they ever sell it and getting to know the whole family. There's an advisor in New York, her her little pet phrase, if you will, when she works with her clients is no family member left behind. Mm. And she helps the whole family, not just the individual advisor. So do I'm curious, do, when you talk about that with clients, do they appreciate that perspective? They must. I mean, how do they react to the idea of not just working with them, but eventually getting to know other people? Well, they, and, and I believe they do appreciate that because we, when we say we care, we actually do care. Mm. You know, uh, a big part of this this job down here with me over the last 20 years is not just building assets, it's protecting it. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I've been around so long, I've done too many death claims. Mm -hmm. And there's nobody that that goes out and about chasing assets that you don't, you don't manage those assets. You know, I mean, to the extent of I filed death claims on insurance policies, I didn't sell. Mm hmm. Which which I want to get to uh, the, the whole the death claim thing here, because I remember a conversation we had. Um, so let's talk about referrals. I know that you don't ask for referrals. Uh, you get a lot of unsolicited ones, obviously. Uh, and you told me you do that because you go above and beyond what most advisors will do for their clients. And uh, I remember you do tell me about one of your clients uh, had passed and you went with the widow to the funeral home to help her with the planning uh, that, you know, she just wouldn't be able to do well on her own uh, pressured into decisions that weren't right for her, et cetera. So this is a long way of asking, you know, how do you think you get so many unsolicited referrals, even though you're not asking? Again, I think most is because we do things that the average advisor doesn't do. We go above and beyond and we get personal. I mean, serious, we get personal. It's like family. And and when you went independent, I'm curious, did you did you use that as a time to promote or suggest the possibility of introductions? In other words, we're we're changing a little bit. Here's what's in it for you. Did the referral introduction come up in that 
uh, transition at all? Initially, no. But now that, uh, you know, again, going in the family, they see the major differences between this company and our previous company, especially when it comes to fees. Yeah, that actually does bring in several referrals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've seen a lot of advisors when they shift, whether they become an RIA or whatever it may be. Um, it's another touch point with the client, ways to show the value to the client, why they shifted, why. And sometimes a lot of referrals can come from that. So I mentioned earlier about reputation. I think that's probably a big part of this. Uh, can you add a little more uh, meat to the bone, if you will, on how you feel you created actual uh, reputation in the community? Well, uh, one part of it is that, that we believe in giving before we're going to receive anything. So we're active in with the, you know, the Fleet Reserve, the VFW, the American Legion, any of the military, and, and we just give gifts and we participate in their in their uh, golf tournaments or whatever they have going. So we're out and about a lot and taking that opportunity. So the, the and the referral base from that alone is phenomenal. I think you told me you sponsor a lot of golf tournaments. Remind me what you said around that. I did. Uh, and that's where I really started getting out and about. But just not too many years ago, I actually sponsored 25 tournaments and gave one gave away a set of golf clubs in every tournament. And that was in one year. Whoa. Big investment must have paid off, though. A absolutely. It only takes one. Wow, that's great. I'm curious on 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 that. Did you play in a foursome? Did you uh, camp at one of the holes for the hole in one contest or something? Because or or did you stay at a table when people came in? And what did that look like? Actually sponsoring? Actually, there there's not a lot of selling going on in those events. Right. I didn't stay at, sit at a table. I played, so I got and about. And the big deal was when they gave away the gifts. Of course. A set of golf clubs is one of the bigger gifts, and I was there and got introduced. I gotcha. You get to hand it over. That's cool. Well, remind me when uh, when you have your next tournament, see if I can win some clubs. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, Warren and Terry, in just a minute, I want to talk to both of you guys about how you're using social media and how you're using your website to turbocharge client acquisition. Terry, I remember you telling me that you can really attribute the website to converting clients for you. And not every advisor can say that. Uh, but first, let's take a short pause to hear from the sponsor of this podcast, Pod Rocket Academy, who, by the way, produce my podcast and help advisors get started with their own podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Proudmouth, the influence accelerators. Proudmouth. Tired of chasing potential clients? We help you spend less time selling and more time advising by amplifying your influence over a growing audience of magnetically attracted fans who will chase you down instead. Visit ProudMouth.com to learn more. Be your own loud. As I promised at the top of the show, we have a new tool that you just might want to check out. We call it Rapid Fire Referrals, and it's rapidfirereferrals.com. 
So if you're new to my work, it's a great affordable entry point to getting great value. If you've been following me for some time, this is a great tool to keep the processes uh, top of mind on a regular basis. One of our advisor clients actually nicknamed it Rapid Fire Referrals, the Habit Maker. Uh, and of course, we know that all our success is based on the habits that we form. So in a nutshell, once per week for 52 weeks, you'll receive a short high content video lesson geared to provide very specific ideas, actions you can implement right away to start multiplying your best clients and turning incremental growth into exponential growth. In addition the, to the weekly lessons, you also get a special bonus interview of me uh, that provides you with a great overview of the complete system, gives you a lot of context from the very beginning. Well, you may get sick of me after 52 lessons. I can guarantee you won't be sick of the results producing ideas that come with each video. So as a listener of Top Advisor Podcast, you will also receive $100 off the regular investment of $297. So that's $197 for all the lessons and the bonus interview. So go to rapidfirereferrals.com and use the coupon code RFR100, RFR100. Our featured guests in this episode, Top Advisor Podcast, are Warren Brooks and Terry Parm. Yes, I promise we're going to let Terry speak. Uh, <laughs> so I know that uh, you guys are quite quite active in, in social media. Uh, you told me that your website plays a big role in prompting prospects to reach out to you. So tell us what you're doing, uh, social media, website. Just give us the whole nine yards here. Well, anyone that knows Warren knows he's a social media guru, aficionado, but we were lucky enough to get to attack this as a team. So from day one, we established a presence on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Instagram. We even toyed with uh, things like TikTok, and it was really just exposure. So we know that with goals, you put them in front of you, and if you look at those goals every day, it's a lot easier to make those come true and to engage in the habits necessary to reach those goals. We felt the same way about building our, our clients and building advocacy within our clients. If we're top of mind as often as possible, that just leads to one opportunity when they're out at dinner with a friend to say, oh, by the way, you need to go see Warren and Jen over by the movie theater off 235. So through our social media, just last month, we reached almost 13,000 people via Facebook and Instagram. While every month's not that good, if you annualize that, that's more than 150,000 people reached. And then we also had about 2,500 engagements. That's people clicking on the, the post, that's liking, sharing, commenting. Again, annualized over 30,000 times people directly engage with us. And we're, we're conversating with people talking about if cookies are considered, you know, a, a healthy alternative because March was nutrition awareness month or, or fried Oreos. Do those count as a, a fruit or are those a dessert? <laughs> so all sorts of great conversations. And again, it's just being top of mind, doing our best to be omnipresent because our competitors are not just the other investment firms, but it's people and sometimes getting in their own way financially. If we can stay top of mind and, and stay high on the, the relevance chart, we can help them more and then help more people. And uh, one of these uh, activities, I guess you call it Warren Wednesdays, right? And these are posts. Are these videos? Are they uh, uh, photographs, just text? What, what does that look like? <laughs> we haven't been able to get those to be videos. It's usually <laughs> some type of general financial wisdom that mm -hmm. Warren shares. 
usually with a nice handsome headshot. And those get a lot of engagement. So we use both our in-house Warren and then also Warren Buffett to get that information out to the public. I did also <laughs> want to mention the website. People go to the website and they refer themselves. So just today, we had someone send us a note saying, hey, I was referred by so-and-so. I'd like an introductory meeting. On average, we get seven to 10 people per month that just refer themselves. So it's really easy for me. I click the forward button and I say, hey, Nancy, here's another one. And then Nancy gets them on the calendar. Yeah, seven to 10 per month. And, and you say they referred themselves, meaning they found you in the searching and the social media. They weren't really a direct referral from a specific client. So often the message says, hi, I was told to contact you by ah, my friend Bill at work. I see. How can I get on the calendar for an introductory meeting? I was so it's, told. it's funny. It's almost like it's scripted. They say who they are, how they got to the website, and then they just get on, on the calendar. So sometimes there's no direct referral, but often Warren, Jennifer, Kenna, the other advisors know who the person was that referred someone. And gotcha. that makes it a pretty warm introduction. This is what I call an advocate, right? If 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 a prospect comes to you and they say they were told to contact you, you have an advocate out there, someone who's insisting, right, that they do this, uh, which says a lot. And do you really use the uh, the the Warren Buffett thing? Oh yeah, hundred uh, <laughs> percent. The Oracle of Omaha. So we we pull some of that Warren's wisdom, some of our Warren's wisdom. <laughs> And we just continue to, to keep that train rolling. That's like me, uh, Bill Gates, Bill Cates. Um, although, you know, some people seem to think that Bill Cates, uh, Bill, uh, I, I can't even say it. Bill <laughs> Gates runs the world in some secret uh, coven or something somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Anyway, um, <laughs> Terry, Warren, what else, what else comes up for you? What else do you feel that you're doing out there that's making a difference uh, bringing people into your business? Yeah, I think something that I saw firsthand was when Warren transitioned from his former company, I was here. My wife and I were here to help get IWB off the ground. And it was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Everyone's phones were ringing. Every person on our staff was thinking about people that they knew and family members of those people. And on social media, it was almost like a squadron of advocates was out there working on Warren's behalf. So people were posting, they were tagging each other, they were sharing, they were liking, hey, Warren's at Expedition Drive, go find the, the black and orange Harley Davidson truck. <laughs> so it was, it was really the, the most incredible thing that I saw. So that just showed me the impact that he's made on this community for the past several decades. And, and people remember how you make them feel and how much you care about them. And we got to see that come to life. And that's part of the reason there was such a huge influx of folks coming into our doors and helping us get IWB off the ground. All right. So Warren, have you like uh, hypnotized the community here? Uh, no one, no one's that likable. Well, you know, and it's, it's kind of <laughs> comical because prior to me moving from my previous company, I didn't, I wasn't on Facebook. I wasn't on LinkedIn. That all happened after I made a move. My family said, okay, we're going to try this. And, and like Terry said, it just blew up. We're going to make Warren famous. And sure enough, uh, in, in your world, you are. And, you know, we, 
we work in an industry where a lot of advisors aren't always on, aren't always trusted, right? Uh, everyone, it's like everyone trusts their own advisor, but they don't trust any others. <laughs> right. it, it's kind of interesting. Uh, I, I think what this says to me is something I've been teaching for a long time to become referable, to become super referable, to get referrals without asking, you have to make two types of connections. You have to make a value connection and you have to make a personal or human connection. And if if someone sees your value, but maybe they're not sure they like you, trust you, you know, don't, they don't see themselves working with you. Well, you're not going to earn their business. You're not going to get referrals. Someone likes you, trusts you, but they don't see your value. Same thing, right? They won't work with you. They won't give you referrals. So you got to have both of those things going at the same time. And it sounds like uh, you've always been doing that, but now in your new firm with your team, uh, with Terry joining you and your family, that you're really doing that on steroids, so to speak. You're you're hitting both the value and the personal connection ongoing at the same time. Could either of you comment on that? Does that sound about right? I would say uh, absolutely right. And and I'll go back to when we started this, and you introduced me as being a retired chief. And for anyone that knows the, the chiefs, they know that there's not a lot of smoke and mirrors. It's, it's straight forward. You know, there's, there's, it's, it's not about lying. It's telling the truth. And if they can handle the truth, great. If they can't, there's someone that will. <laughs> but you can't handle the truth. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love that too. <laughs> <laughs> you knew that was coming too. Uh, so I want to just kind of sum this up and I, I'd like both of you to comment if you don't mind, uh, look, everyone listening to this, you guys know that this, the work that we do is important. Uh, it, it's, we bring financial dignity to individuals and their families and people's lives. We help them create incredible opportunities that some of them didn't realize were possible, I'm curious what makes you guys optimistic right now moving forward with, with your business specifically and or with the industry. Uh, I'd like each of you to comment if you don't mind. I would say on my side and, and after, you know, all these years, it's, it's the, the part that's being missed is the personal side. Mm -hmm. Don't just say that you care, actually care. All right. And when you get to the point that you don't, when it's all about the money or something, then it's time to go home. And and say you care and care. And then I actually that shows through your actions, right? I mean, you demonstrate it. And right. Um, yeah, makes sense. How about yourself, Terry? Yeah, the the caring is is definitely a huge thing. Beyond just the advisors, every team member of ours has ownership in what they do every day. Mm -hmm. They care so deeply about the clients and those that we serve that they'll do like almost anything. They will lug furniture across town and put stuff together and, and like literally do anything to help take care of the folks that we endeavor to serve. So what I would say about Warren in particular, if you look at the advisors out there, he's at the top percent of the top percent of the top percent, but he's still willing to talk to anybody who's serious and wants help. And what encourages me is that by a person being big enough to admit that they may need a little bit of assistance and then committing to taking those steps, one little step at a time, one little step at a time, 
amazing things can happen. So often clients will tell us, hey, I've only achieved this because of you. And as much as we kind of appreciate that, it was them. They did the work. They made the commitment. They saved those dollars. So that's what really helps me feel great about what we do. It's seeing people actually care, live out those actions beyond the words, and then ultimately seeing that impact we can have on people's lives, whether they have a, a small net worth and they're just getting started, or they've amassed a fortune, and now they're moving on to that next chapter. We've been able to be instrumental throughout that whole journey. Yeah, I think what you're saying is there is they're the heroes of their own story, aren't they? And you're the guides, right? You set up a condition that makes it a little easier for them to take action or give them a new way to look at things, question their assumptions, and ultimately they have to be the hero of their own story. So they probably feel that from you guys. Warren, Terry, thank you so much for joining us today on Top Advisor Podcast. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Bill. Pleasure. To you, the listener of the podcast, yes, we care about you too. <laughs> I want to ask you a small favor, though. Uh, if you like this episode or the podcast in general, if you could leave a five-star review on the platform where you're listening to the show, uh, I'd appreciate it. Not all platforms have the ability to rate, but if, if yours does, I'd be grateful. Uh, and if you haven't already, please head over to referralcoach.com forward slash resources for all the free goodies and then also rapidfirereferrals.com and RFR 100 to save $100. This is Bill Cates reminding you that ideas do not make you more successful. It's only acting on those ideas that will bring you the success you desire. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Top Advisor Podcast brought to you by Proud Mouse Pod Rocket Academy. I encourage you to visit my website, referralcoach.com, for links to my books, online courses, and to register for the Cates Academy.